0: Today I just want to share something that I was sharing in a CG with uh, Jay. I really, really appreciate and honor this man. As in, this man is married and he has two children and he still gives off of himself to see other young people grow. (laughs) Uh, The first Sunday of the month we partake of the Lord's table and we also give off of our tithes and offerings. One of the verses that people don't actually want to hear is, how can a man rob God? As long as you get something out of what you do, 10% belongs to God. A tithe means 10, 10%. If you're not giving your 10%, you are like a thief. And it's even worse to be a thief in the presence of God and you're lifting up hands, you're saying, God, bless me, elevate me, and God will never bless you. That I don't need to have a revelation for that, but God wants us to give that which he said. Remember, he is either Lord of all or not Lord at all. So we give him what is his. 50% imagine God gave us his best he gave us Jesus his best his one and only begotten son and I look in the Bible God actually went to people and he was asking them to give him back their best look at Abraham look at the Shunammite woman look at the woman who didn't have as in oil and she was saying I just have a handful but there's a reason Psalm 24 says that everything in heaven and on earth belongs to God so even you you belong to God someone say that whatever is yours is what you die and you go with Job said naked I come, naked I go naked nothing to hide (laughs) heavenly father even as we give off of our tithes and offerings we are giving from hearts that are cheerful we are giving because father you led by example and you gave us your son you gave us your best father we are grateful For those who are trusting in you for open doors. Father, this is the day that they are walking out of this door into open doors. And I am speaking in the name of Jesus. Because you are the God who opens doors for your people. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I just want to share something. I wish I could sit somewhere. Um, Media team, if you can put for me the book of Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1 and verse from verse 15 and I'll read John chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. It's just something small. John chapter 1 says in the beginning was the word And the word was with God, and the word was God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. In other words, what the Bible actually says, in the beginning, it's not the beginning in relation to God, but in relation to man. The Bible says that God does not have a beginning. God does not have an end. God created time and he operates in eternity. Time was made for man. So God created time and he is in eternity. And the writer is saying in the beginning, I think it's David who said from everlasting to everlasting, you can't compare God. If you put God in time you are limiting him from being God. That's why he won't be Lord of all. And in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And if you look at your Bibles, the word it's capital W. When you go down to verse 14, it says, it says, the word became flesh and made its dwelling. It made its dwelling among people. The word became flesh and made its dwelling among people. In other words, this word that is God, speaking about Jesus, made its dwelling, came from heaven and then stepped down and dwelt with people spend time with the sick spend time with those who are ailing spend time with people that were going through demon possession and oppression spend time with people that didn't have food spend time with people who didn't have finances spend time with people that were blind spend time with people that were lame Spent time with people that were depressed. He is speaking about Jesus. Colossians chapter one, verse fifteen. Colossians chapter one. Verse 15. The Bible says that the Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Let's continue. For in him, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all things hold together. What are these things? These are things like relationships. These are things like jobs. These are things that are either spiritual or material. Things like marriages, he is before all things, all things were created and this person that all things, everything, everything that was created, he came down and made his dwelling among men. As in, he stepped down and interacted with people. And as he interacted, the word that became flesh, the Bible said that he was walking to people and he was telling them, I am the way. This person that made his dwelling among men said, I am the truth. This person said, I am the life. I am the good shepherd. And it's so sad that many of the people that, during that time, they miss out on this man who stepped down and made his dwelling among them because they wanted to see God, but Jesus himself was telling them, me being the word, whenever you see me, you have seen the father. And sometimes it's so sad that we miss out. We want to see God. But God wants us to see him through the word. We miss out. Open Romans chapter 8 verse 31 to 34. And I explain this thing about this man. Many of us miss out. On this man that actually came down and dwelt among men. And sometimes he would come and sit. He would sit. In the book of John, chapter 5, the Bible says that he sat, he went to a place that people were ailing, people were sick, all manner of sicknesses. John, chapter 1, still says that grace, Jesus was full of grace and truth something about grace is grace empowers you. Grace empowers you to do things that you will not be able to do by your own strength. Romans chapter 8 verse 31 um, Let's go verse 32 33 and then 34 Yes. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died more than that was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding. This person that made his dwelling among men, he sat, he ate with men, he felt angry and everything. And the Bible says that whenever Jesus was moving, he was moving in the power of the Holy Spirit and he was filled with compassion. So he will see someone who is sick and he will tell that person, receive your healing. The woman with the issue of blood understood, she knew. She had tried for 12 years. The Bible says that she had gone to physicians and remember she was a woman. Being a woman in the Jewish culture, you didn't have anything to say. You had no say being a woman in the Jewish culture. In fact, the Jews will say, thank God I'm not a woman. Thank God I'm not a Samaritan and thank God I'm not a dog. Women had no place. But this woman, she had ailed for 12 years and she was bleeding. When you are bleeding, actually it means there's no way you can be able to be involved in, in, in the things that are happening within the, 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 the Jewish culture. You are a woman and then you're bleeding. And there's someone who came and dwelt among you. In fact, she was not even into Jesus' business. Jesus was going to heal someone else. But you see what faith does. Faith causes you to rise when things are difficult. She had tried for 12 years. She did not touch Jesus, but she touched the hem of the garment, And then she was healed. And Jesus does not stop at that place. Let me explain something. It's so sad that many of us are bleeding, bleeding financially, bleeding um, um, relationship-wise, bleeding in in our families, bleeding in in all aspects, and we run to the wrong place. And remember, Jesus said, "All." Things, Even your pain. Even your bleeding. When Jesus says something, he means it. Value determines sacrifice. If Jesus loves you, he values you. That's why he died for you. And he came down that he dwelt. I'm still trying to think. How can someone come who is God comes and dwell among people? and interact and heal and feed 5,000 spending 33 and a half years 33 and a half years and then he dies he rises that's why first the book of Colossians 1 15 says that he is the firstborn he is the only one who died resurrected and will never die Leadership. He is setting an example so that us when we die, we know that we will also resurrect. And then Jesus, the Bible says that after he had finished his earthly ministry, he sits at the right hand of God, interceding. In other words, what I'm trying to say is the person that dwelt, I just want us to understand the person that dwelt and, and sat with people This person is now in heaven and when you are on earth and you are saying God I need school fees. This person that is seated at the right hand of the father, he is not like, what is school fees? What is depression? What is sickness? Because he is the man who dwelt. He was there. He understands how it feels like to lose a loved one. He understands how it feels like to not have a job. He understands how it feels like not to have someone who will say that I love you. He understands to be someone who doesn't have school fees. Because when you call upon his name, he is here and he is saying, God, I want you to give this son. Finances, God, I want you to give this person healing. God, I want you to open doors for this person. God, I want you, in other words, this is the praying son and that is the giving father. Jesus, he loves each and every person. That's why when this song, as Winnie was singing, I am lost, for words. When I think about all that God has done, the Bible says that while we were sinners, while I was twerking in the club, (laughs) it's a new query. While I was having sex, while I was sexting, while I was on the milk box, was a at a Christ died. Christ focus on Jesus focus on Jesus focus on Jesus Jesus. as in while we were yet sinners Christ died it doesn't mean that as in now that I'm sinning that God will die for me he already died while I was lost in sin while I was lost in sin, Christ died. He made his dwelling as in his sat. He sat. He saw people without food. He saw people who were dead. He made his dwelling among men. Sometimes what hinders us from understanding who this Jesus is, is because we don't know Jesus. A Christian who actually studies the word of god will never struggle knowing the voice of god you see when jesus makes intercession to intercede is to go to someone on behalf of another person that's that means that he's going to god on your behalf in fact before i get there there's a guy do you know that even when jesus is sitting on the throne Doing his heavenly ministry, he can actually stand up for you. He can stand up for you and give you a standing ovation because he is seeing there's a faithful servant who is living a life that is worthy of me standing up. Let me give you, let me take you to the book of Acts, chapter 7. Stephen was a man full of faith, was a man who had been filled with the Holy Spirit and he was undergoing persecution. And as he is undergoing persecution, people started to stone him. And when people were stoning him, Stephen saw Jesus standing for him. It's like he was telling him, welcome home. Well done good, and faithful servant. You see how Jesus is. And it's so sad that in our world today, we are trying to elevate other names above the name of Jesus. What does the Bible say? That the people that know their God shall be strong and shall do exploits. The Bible says that there is no other name, no other name. Syphilis is a name. I'm just speaking, I'm just being real today. Syphilis is a, is a name, as in that boss is a name, as in, as in anxiety is a name, depression is a name, whichever thing is a name. But the problem with us, because we don't understand what this man did by dwelling. That's why we see that God cannot heal us of depression. Remember the Roman centurion, he went to Jesus and the Roman centurion said in the book of, um, it's somewhere in Matthew. And the Bible says that this man came and he said, sir, I understand you are a man of authority. I tell my servant, go. And he goes. I tell this other one, come. And he comes. And a Roman centurion was someone of a high ranking, like a police officer. And this person, there's no record that says that he was born again. But what this person understood is authority that Jesus had. And we have our authority here. And he said, just say a word and my servant will be made well just say a word and depression will depart we serve a god who is immutable never changing we serve a god who is always powerful even when power runs out of him he never runs out of power jesus is lord of all and sometimes we are the ones who hinder him from having from being the God who wants to do the things, let me finish by giving you this story. There's a story. There's a there's a series that was um, there's a series that was happening somewhere out there, and that series is called Married at First Sight. <coughs> It's a it's a true story reality series. It's something true. Okay, it was around 2015 there. And this is for this is a program for singles who want to to to, to marry and uh, and the series has actually experts. Experts who are good in, in marriage and it has about five exp- experts and these people they are good for matchmaking. And the experts include a sociologist, someone who understands people's interactions, and it has a psychologist psychologist, someone who understands on how people um, behave, a sexologist, and it has a spiritual advisor. And the experts in this series, they actually study and they test on singles by finding characteristics that will help people to be in a healthy marriage. In other words, in that series, you don't meet the person that you're going to marry until the wedding day. See, it's called Married at First Sight. love at first sight? Okay, so as this series continues to unfold, now there's this episode of a lady called Jamie and Doug. And Jamie went to the experts experts and she had put her trust in those experts because she believed that these experts are able to give me the man of my dreams the man that tutasoma songs <laughs> of solomon pamoja eh iyo kwa bible by the way and and so on the wedding day, she was excited. paka makeup, and she's looking stunning, beautiful, everything. And state so Kila Kito Akuna kitu ma as in instead, And then she walks to the front. And then as she walks, she meets this guy, Doug. Guess what happened? service. <laughs> guess what happens she starts crying she starts crying and she starts complaining this is not the person that I had asked for she is like no it can't be this and we are not told why she started crying, why she she, she changed from excitement to, to um, being downcast and everything. But something about how and what the experts had actually done is the experts knew some things that Jamie didn't know. The experts knew that Jamie had come from a broken and a shaky family, but Doug had come from a stable one and Jamie had trust issues and Doug was committed and he was even telling Jamie that I will be there and as the series continues to unfold we find that slowly by slowly Jamie starts to love Doug Jamie starts to fall in love and she is happy and the, the, the story ends by them being happily ever the story yangu? Okay, inasemu happily ever after. Eh, They lived happily ever after. Why am I saying this story? The expert in this story is Jesus. The problem with most of us is we may get to the point of complaining instead of remembering that this man dwelt amongst us and he is seated here And sometimes God may orchestrate things that we don't like. But remember, God is the expert. We should put our trust in him. When Jesus says he will do it, he will do it. Even when other people are going to school and you're still there at home and you don't have anything. God says he will do it because we have put our trust in him. It's time that we stop being like Jamie. But we start putting our trust in God. It's time that we put our trust in God. As I finish this, there are many people I've interacted with, not only here, but even in the Christian circles. The moment they grasped to understand who Jesus was, to some extent, they stopped sinning they stopped fornicating, they stopped gambling, they stopped doing everything because they learned when I put my trust in Jesus, there's no way He is going to fail me. Thank you. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Makofi, makofi. That's not enough. That's not enough. Can do better.